Welcome to the Driving Force Podcast, a podcast for new and aspiring leaders within the transportation and logistics industry. I'm your host, AP, and along with Matt Loggins, we have over 20 years of combined experience within the transportation and logistics industry. But more importantly, we're young, hungry, and nimble, and we've used that to our advantage to navigate, advance, and grow in an ever-changing industry. So without further ado, here is the Driving Force Podcast. Welcome to the Driving Force Podcast. Um, we appreciate all of our listeners uh, tuning in uh, and, and being available. Today's podcast, we're going to focus on how to network uh, during a major economic event. The last event that happened that, that really shook up the industry and our industry was uh, in 2007, 2008, um, during uh, the Great uh, Recession. Uh, so Matt and I are going to discuss ways to navigate, things you should be thinking about uh, as you go forward uh, for those who are going to be newcomers to the industry, as well as those who are trying to navigate uh, some of the uncertainties and 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 better themselves, better their positions uh, with new organizations or internal. Yeah. So tell us, AP, how do you network during a great economic event, or or how did you do that back in two thousand seven, two thousand eight? Yeah. So um, fortunately for me, uh, two thousand seven, two thousand eight, I was going through. Uh, I had an opportunity to move move up within our organization. Um, and so internally uh, and externally, I really try to align myself with people who could give me perspective on how to deal with uh, a lot of the uncertainty to, uh, surrounding our industry. One of the things that I tried to lean heavily on was people who, who could give me different perspectives, whether they had been a part of some of the past downturns in the economy, uh, what it meant, the things they did. Uh, I, I think the one thing that, that really stuck out to me was doing your part and then some, uh, trying to be, you know, one of those multi-tool players that you can, that, that a company can rely on, uh, that a company could, could lean on to do different things, uh, whether you're asked or tasked to for a couple of reasons. One, it grows you, it stretches you, um, forces you to, to get out of your comfort zone. Uh, and, and then the second part makes you a more valuable asset. You know, when you can wear multiple hats, where you can accomplish multiple different things, different roles and different perspectives of uh, your company, um, it really makes you a valuable uh, teammate and team member and somebody the company can lean on during some difficult times. That's great. That's great. What can you do to stay in contact with with people within the industry? So, Matt, how are you staying in contact with people within the industry? What are you doing to leverage technology? Uh, LinkedIn has a, has a great, you know, amount of, I guess, versatility would be a good word. You know, you can post videos on there to your teammates. Um, you can also send, you know, audio messages, you know, to, to people you're networking with. Um, so if maybe you don't have... Maybe you don't know enough about that person yet, and you're trying to get to know them more. Uh, that that's one way. A lot of people uh, right now they have a little extra time. They may get on LinkedIn. They may use other social platforms. Um, I've I've actually gotten to know quite a bit of people on 
uh, LinkedIn and then kind of exchange contact information after getting to know them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 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 kind of talk through that. Right. So, I mean, I think there's a, a way to do it and to do it, to go about it intentionally. And so talk about that. So I, I think you do a very good job of being intentional about how you connect and why you connect. So one of the things I look at, obviously, is what what industry they're in. And I try to align myself with people in, in transportation, obviously, because that's that's the role I'm in and people that I can learn from. Right. The people that have the experience um, and, and maybe have kind of where I see myself going. Um, maybe they've been there, done that. And it's more about asking them for advice and, hey, you know, here's where I am, but here's where I want to be. You know, what what should I do now to, to get to that point? Uh, and I think that's why it's important to have people not only inside your company as mentors, but outside your company as well. And, and people you can learn from and grow from and, and people from different aspects of, of logistics and transportation, right? Different verticals. So you talk to a sales guy, you talk to an operations guy, you talk to a service guy see their perspectives and where how they got to where they are now right maybe their director their vice president how did they do that how can i grow and develop myself like they did why is it important to to be in the habit of, of seeking that information out and seeking those people out i think the biggest thing is i'm always trying to learn new things and to your point earlier being you know a, a valuable asset tool for my company so how can i get better at my job and how can i bring my people along right and develop them and so that's why i reach out and get these different insights and different feedback and advice from these people to not only grow myself but also grow my teammates um because i they want to grow right and if if i'm not growing and i'm not developing them then nobody's going to be able to kind of you know achieve what they want to achieve and and go where they want to go talked about targets and 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 people within the industry uh but you know very targeted in your approach into the the why you think that they're important so talk about that and then you know how you go about the introduction process if they're active on linkedin that's one of the things i look at right are they are they are they putting out valuable content that I, I learned something from, learned something new? Uh, Freightways, is, as I know we've talked about this, is a great uh, tool and resource uh, that we get a lot of valuable information off the industry and where, where things are going with freight volumes. And so if I see somebody in, in transportation, uh, you know, leadership role that, that is providing that valuable content, one of the first things I do is say, man, that's great information. Thanks for sharing that. Keep doing that. I appreciate it. And it's more of a just a recognition type thing. And then they'll say, hey, yeah, no problem. You're welcome. And and, and it starts a conversation. And and then, hey, you know, I, I, you mentioned this, right? You can kind of refer back to where, you know, what, what you liked about what they, what they talked about and say, hey, when you said this, this is how it resonated with me. And, and can you tell me more about that? Can you expand on that a little bit more? Because I'd like to learn more about what you do and, and how you do what you do. Right. And so I think the, the thing that I take away from that is to be interested and not interesting, right? There's two different distinctions in that. You know, if you're interested in, in interested and inquisitive into what somebody is, is doing or that intrigues you, they're really more open to discussing it. That's right. It's, it's your passion. It's what motivates you. So if you're asking somebody, hey, tell me about your passion. Tell me about 
why you enjoy that. They're going to love it because most people are sending messages about, hey, I got this product to sell. I don't know you, but I'm just going to pitch it to you the first time. And that obviously typically falls on deaf ears because you don't know the person. They haven't built. Oh, wait, hold up. Wait, from, from a sales perspective, sometimes it works. <laughs> sometimes, right? Sometimes it does work. Sometimes they may need that, right? At that exact time. So walking back a little bit, having those targets and people who you think you need to be exposed to, understanding the content they're sharing, and LinkedIn is a valuable tool for that. So you can see people's information, you see their 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 sharing, their post history, uh, what they're commenting commenting on, what they're posting themselves, what they're liking, and then you know using leveraging that information that you have to engage, comment, like try to introduce yourself that way. And then, you know, asking those questions after you've made that warm introduction and, and, and you pick their their brain about pick their brain about, you know, why they, they're posting certain things or their perspective on whether it's the industry or or events that happen in the industry, uh, and how they see the world uh, evolving from that. So you know, that's an important lesson to take. So why do you think it's important to stay in touch with people like once you've started networking? Yeah. So I think the first thing, you know, um, that at least in the, in the forefront of my mind is that, you know, the world is a lot smaller than it was 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago. I mean, you know, we're, we're all connected, whether we like it or not, whether we know it or not. You never know. Right. And you never know what can come about, how you can help them be successful, how they can help you be successful. And I think if you go into a, a situation leading with the right mentality that that you are going to find a way to help them eventually or, or you're going to ha- you know find a way to offer your help eventually. Uh, and it may work out, it may not work out. You never know. But, it, you know, it, it becomes, you know, a more invested relationship versus, hey, you know, I've read some information about you. I like what you post. Can you help me out? You know, it's it's you know it's leading with that 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 right message first, saying that hey, you know, how can I be of help? How can I be of service? You know, anything I can do. You know, this is my perspective on things, and whether they they need that or not, whether they request that information or not, can help them uh, make better decisions, maybe or or alter their perspective on how things are. But I think you know the reasons why is is because you never know. Right. I mean, there have been many a times where um, there's somebody who I've had maybe an obscure, obscure fringe um, connection with on LinkedIn um, and, and something comes, you know, I see them post something or see them comment on something and I reach out and say, hey, you know, I saw you post this, you know, would you mind having a conversation about it? Because I, I think, you know, um, either we I'm intrigued by their perspective on it or they're intrigued by my perspective on it. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But, you know, I think as long as you give yourself a best chance uh, by, you know, being interested in, instead of interesting most of the time, it gives you a, a better avenue to, uh, to have some success um, and to find the reasons why it's important uh, to have those connections, to cultivate those connections, because you just never know. You never know what can, what can lead to. Expand on that, because I feel like you, you mentioned it with people, right, and relationships. People matter. And I think I think it also, you share on this, but I think it also matters how you made them feel. Empathy matters. Yeah, I think whether you're in operations or in sales or in marketing, I think, you know, leading with the idea that business now, you know, especially with this new generation that that's that's it's coming in 
they care about stuff. They care about people. They care about how you make them feel. Uh, because you know, maybe the old school way of thinking was, hey, business is business and personal is personal. No, I mean, it's it's everything is, is mixed. You know, people do business with people who they like. You know, unfortunately, you know, that's that's just how how it is. You know, tr- you know, find me a person who has bad relationships and is successful, and I'll show you the unicorn of the industry. I'll show you the unicorn of business. Right? I mean, you know, it's it's just not not it's it's not normal now uh, where people um, can have bad relationships um, with business partners and still be successful. Yeah, I think that's important because I I found really early on in my career, one of the things that I, I enjoyed was building those relationships. And I felt like it was more authentic, more genuine when I built a relationship than trying to force something, right? If you're genuinely interested and you're, you're genuinely care about the other person and how they're doing and how they, you know, because you have some commonality, right? That that's what matters. So I think, you know, it's, it's, it's much harder to divorce yourself from that person if you're invested emotionally in, in, into them, right? I mean, it's much harder to do that, you know, um, not, not, not even emotionally. And I'm talking about if you, if you know of, of what, what makes them tick and you've been able to have and build that rapport, it, it makes a difference. I mean, not saying that it's end all be all because at the end of the day, if business isn't good for both parties, it doesn't matter. But I mean, it's it's a part of that. And so, you know, at least from a sales perspective, how I go into it is trying to establish that rapport. And sometimes it, it works. Sometimes it's, it's, it's very easy and sometimes it doesn't. But I think being true to yourself and being true to uh, how you build and develop relationships, um, it matters, you know, and, and if you try to be something that you're not, then you're inauthentic and people s- see through it, you know, but it's important to, to, to if, at least from my perspective, to be able to do that and be who you are, build those relationships, because that's, you know, how business, you know, how you get lumped into things that you probably wouldn't have gotten lumped into or involved into because people thought about you and they thought about how you made them feel and about how it may be a good fit. You know, there's been many a times where um, that's happened in my short time, short time in, in sales was that, you know, a person who I met and a fringe connection with said, hey, you know, I thought about you when I saw this. It may not work, it may not be a perfect fit, but let's let's see what we can do. And, and sometimes it doesn't work, but, you know, at least you're giving yourself a fighting chance to my point earlier of being involved in those conversations. Just them thinking about you is a win because if you didn't make a meaningful impact in their life, they wouldn't have thought about you. They wouldn't have mentioned your name to so and so and so and so mentioned your name to, and and it just grows from there. The more positive impacts you make. Well, and so I think you know, at least from from my perspective and and how I'm how you know how I go about thinking about things. I mean, you really find a lot of commonalities with people that 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 you talk to. I mean, if you get talk to them long enough, you'll figure it out that that a lot of, the, of us share things that you know, while maybe different in some aspects, we, we share a lot of commonalities. Whether it's it's how we think about raising kids and how we think about uh, family dynamics or how we think about you know. Um, how we cook things, you know, this, this things that you probably wouldn't think about, but, but as you go about understanding and, and talking to people and, and, and getting, picking their brain about certain topics or certain things, I mean, you realize that, man, we have a lot more in common than, than, than we, we don't. And, and, you know, how do we go about translating that into a, a, a business relationship the time that works and time that doesn't, but again, giving yourself a fighting chance is, is all that you can ask for. I know you talked about Terry Adams in the in the in the past being a great mentor. 
So tell me about what you look for uh, specifically in a mentor. Yeah. So I think, you know, it, it may sound crazy, but I think a lot of my mentors don't even know they're my mentors. And, I, and, and, and I'll explain it this way. Right. And so, you know, I think you can learn and gain a lot from, from afar and how people are treated and how people are talked about when they're not around, right? And so there are certain mentors, which you know I do uh, I've leaned on in the past for perspective, for understanding, for um, uh, clarity on a lot of items. But there's some people who I admire uh, just because I see how they carry themselves, I see how um, they go about doing the little things, and and the little things matter in the big scheme of things because that's you know. I think a quote I've, I've always heard is is how you do the little things, how you do the big things, right? And I think you know as you as you're around people, as you get to understand who they are and what they're about, um, and you see how they act in, in in certain situations. I mean, you can look at those people as mentors, and 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 being a mentor, you know, is not a not easy job. Um, it's not something that people seek to do all the time, but. I think if you can align yourself with people, align yourself with people who have um, attributes or you see how they handle situations. I mean, we're all imperfect, but if you can see how they handle situations that maybe can help you grow and, and be better professionally or personally, then, then lean on them. Well, I think that's key about aligning yourself with mentors that, um, you know, you admire, right? You, somebody you respect um, because that, that, that's what you are striving to be. That's what you're striving to do. And I, I've even looked at like mentoring. I love I love helping other people in that respect because I look back at myself when I was their age, and I'm like, what can I do? What can I tell them that that I wish I would have known back then, or I, I wish I would have done differently? And maybe it'll help them. Maybe it won't. But at least I give them that that you know advice. With the advances of the technology and how we interact with each other. I think that, you know, you know, I look at age not being as, as significant a barrier to whether you're a mentor or not. I think, you know, some of the older generation, um, how can they relate to younger generation? You know, how they how can they because they, they grew up in a different time where it just wasn't it, it's, it was it was different. Right. I mean, I think, you know, at least for me. I'm part of the fringe Gen X group where I understand how to work the Dewey Decimal System if I have to go to the library, but also know how to use Google, right? And so uh, our, my generation is kind of in the middle and we can kind of relate to both, you know, the advancements of technology, but I had to learn the Dewey Decimal System. I had to learn how to, how to use the encyclopedia and, and things like that. And there are people who, who have, have, have reached out and said, hey, you know, how should I be thinking about something? Or, or am I missing something because, because I'm, I'm having... I only see the world through this one lens, and that's powerful, right? I mean, if you can if you can put down your perspective for a minute and, and try to take up somebody else's perspective uh, and, and find that in a mentor, I think that's important. So whether it's a young person, old person, if they have a perspective that you're trying to learn to, to grow and advance yourself, really try to focus on that and 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 and, and grow yourself um, in an area that you you probably wouldn't have had the opportunity to because maybe uh, you were born in a wrong, wrong time frame or didn't have the access to technology like we had to do today, but really giving yourself an opportunity to be successful by doing things like that. That's key, putting yourself in other people's shoes because it's it's easy to look at things from your perspective 
all the time because that's that's what you're used to. That's what you do every day. You know, you you, you plan that. But now you're having to put yourself in somebody else's shoes. What, like you said, young, old doesn't matter. Now you have to put on a different cap and say, okay, if I was in their shoes and I was doing what they're doing, here's how I would handle that situation. Or here's how I would attack that. Right. Yeah. I think, and again, to go back to the how you and who you choose for mentors, I think finding people who intrigue you, finding people who are successful at certain things that you think can be beneficial to you in the future um, and your growth, sticking to that, that criteria. Leaning on that will we'll, we'll take you further uh, in selecting a mentor than anything else. And I think that's important that you have multiple mentors because people in your life are going to be different, and better, you know, great at certain things. And you can you can almost, you know, OK, they're great at this. They're great at this. Let me piece all this together to, to, make, to get to where I want to be and to get to develop it in the way I want to develop. Right. I think that, again, being authentic to who you are, I think, you know, that's what people resonate to and they respect and they appreciate as being who you are um, and, and being comfortable with that. Right. I think that that's the biggest challenge is we're all trying to put on the facade that we're all perfect and and we're all imperfect being comfortable with who you are and your mistakes and your flaws and your shortcomings if you can accept it then it makes you an even more dangerous person as you go out into the industry especially within trucking industry or or transportation logistics industry because we go through struggles we have problems we have issues that 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 occur and and, and not having uh, and, the ability to, to see that maybe it's a blind spot if you if you can't see that you know that, that that will hold you back more than anything else and i think one of the things i look at when i'm looking at mentors is how are they humble do they have humility how do they treat other people do they have a team mentality or is it all me 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 i i i and is it we you know how, how do they talk about their team how do they talk about other people because you know you want to surround yourself with people that that are going to stick up for you and, and are going to go to bat for you. Well, I mean, we, we there's nothing that we do that in in our industry that's individualized. We all rely on somebody else at a certain point in time. Um, and so, for people that are getting into the industry or transitioning to different roles, having that perspective will will take you far, probably further than most. Knowing that you're not, you know, it's not one man band. You know, somebody's playing the drums, somebody's playing the piano, somebody's playing the, the, the tambourine, somebody's playing the somebody's playing the Kyle Bell. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's it's you know, it's it's a team effort and you have to lean on people eventually at some point, whether you like it or not. So, so being humble yourself will help. Yeah. And the, and the best leaders I've seen, if something doesn't go right, they're the first person to say, that's my bad. That's my mistake. Um, it won't happen again. And they take ownership. They take the blame. They don't say, well, Matt should have done a better job or AP should have fixed that or, or whatever. They say, hey, I, my bad. I should have, I should have done that better. And, and they, you know, they take ownership. So I think that's that's another key attribute. I think we're wrapping up where two things that you take away yeah trying to relate to other people and where they're at right now and, and try to put yourself like we said earlier in in their shoes uh i think that's key um and, and being patient 
because you know a lot of things a lot of stuff's going on right now so you may reach out to somebody for mentorship or just to learn more about them and it may take them a while to get back to it don't take it personally you know everybody's going through a lot of different kind of emotions right now as a whole not just transportation uh you know trying to figure out job situation trying to figure out how they're going to pay their bills their their medical insurance all that stuff so there's a lot of things that are important right now so how, how do we how do we understand and 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 kind of sympathize and empathize with people right yeah no i I'd agree I, I think you know having empathy to the situation i think is is important uh, and to piggyback off of that having that self-awareness and emotional iq um to to know when it's right to press on certain things and know when it's it's, it's better to ease off and 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 you know let let things kind of lay where they are for the time being. I think um, those kind of things get you further in the game than most. Everybody likes go getter, but everybody likes go getter who knows when it's time to go get. <laughs> you know, it's it's subtlety and it's nuance, but it's important to be able to do that and do it at the right time and and know why and how you're doing it to, in order to be successful and be consistent. Yeah, not only that, but be persistent. When it matters, right? I mean, you, you, you never know what a follow-up phone call, follow-up hello, follow-up email, what that will mean given the right circumstances. This is our episode. Uh, we appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, hopefully, um, you gained something out of this conversation. Um, you know, now is the best time to, to be on the prowl for, for people who can help you grow and stretch and, and be your best self. Uh, and even, you know, more so within the industry. I mean, there's going to be opportunities uh, for um, our industry to pivot and they're going to need people to help them pivot. And so uh, surrounding yourself with people who can help you get gain perspective on certain things will, will help you be ahead of the curve and 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 really set yourself apart from from your peers or your competition so um i certainly appreciate everyone's time please like subscribe and comment and give us a, a star rating on wherever you subscribe your get your podcasts from uh, and we'll see you guys next week thanks guys on next week's podcast we'll talk to aaron sonier the marketing communication specialist for dupre logistics She's going to share her career journey as well as provide tidbits of information she's picked up along the way. Thanks again for listening.